0: When the hottest stock in the world gets crushed, and crushed in a big way, you've got to pay attention. That's just what's happened in recent days to Apple, the venerable maker of iPhone and iPad and longtime darling of Wall Street, who has seen its market value drop by over $113 billion in recent days. That's about the same value as big companies like Intel, Cisco, Home Depot, and UPS. This is not a small issue, my friends. What does this mean for the stock market and for smart, self-directed investors like you, even if you don't own Apple stock? I'm Brian Ellis. I'll give you the brutal truth right now in episode number 109.
1: You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIradio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis.
0: Some big things are happening with Apple stock right now, and it has implications much, much broader than just for people who own Apple. Now, quick, name a high-flying stock that made millions of people millions of dollars back in the day, but it's still flying high and never, ever fell out of favor. I'll give you only one guess. Uh, you might think the answer is zero, but you're wrong. The answer is there's always one, but it's never ever the same one. And that's where Apple finds itself right now. Apple was trading around a dollar and a half in the year 2000, and this year it reached a peak in the 130 dollar range, about 80 times higher than 15 years ago. The ascent has been astounding, but not unprecedented. There have been others with a similar story. Microsoft's ascent was a bit higher on a relative basis even than Apple's. Cisco screamed upward with massive ferocity. Same for Intel. And none of them, including Apple, match what happened with Texas Instruments in the late 90s. That one went from $0.21 to $93, a 442 x that's 44,200% increase in only seven years. It was astounding, astounding growth. Huge profits were made, and those who took their chips off the table at the right time did very, very well. And they are to be commended. But do you know what happened for each one of those companies and every single company that experiences absolutely meteoric growth in a relatively short period of time? You guessed it, my friends. The law of gravity kicks in. What goes up will come down. And that, I suspect, is where Apple sits right now. The upward run may not be over, but it is undeniably weakening very much. For the year, Apple stock is up only about 4%, and that may be erased within a few days as the kind of downward momentum that exists in the stock right now tends to feed itself. And that's the other thing about each one of those high-flying stocks I mentioned before, a massive and very rapid descent Texas Instruments dropped from $93 to $15 in two and a half years. Cisco went from $79 to $11 in two and a half years. Microsoft got slashed in half from 58 to 21 in one year. Intel went from 73 to 14 in two and a half years. There's a clear pattern, particularly for tech stocks, an astonishing and reasonably consistent move upwards over the course of 7 to 15 years, followed by a horrifying drop that takes 12 to 30 months. My friends, I'm not a stock prognosticator. I claim no expertise in the matter. But like you, I'm smart enough to see patterns. And the pattern you and I can see for Apple right now is ominous. Very ominous indeed. You might be tempted to ignore this information if you're not an investor in Apple stock. That would be a mistake, folks. Here's why. Apple is not just a darling of Wall Street. It's currently the most valuable company in the world. Apple is the big story of the U.S. stock market in recent years. I'm curious as to where the performance of the stock market averages as a whole, particularly the S&P 500, Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the NASDAQ, where they'd be for the past 10 years, if not for the meteoric rise of Apple. I suspect not so good. Let's consider a brief sports analogy. The New England Patriots are one of those football teams that's always in contention. Love them or hate them, they're doing something right. And apparently, a few things wrong. Their superstar quarterback, Tom Brady, was suspended for the first four games of the upcoming season because of some shenanigans he pulled last year. You know what? Brady is great for sure but there are many great players on that team. A team isn't as consistently successful as the Patriots have been without having both the leadership provided by Brady and strong support from the rest of the team who provide the setting for Brady to work his magic. Truth is, the Patriots are likely to suffer for those games while Brady's gone. He's got that special something. Even though the rest of the team is great too, Brady definitely has that certain je ne sais quoi that makes it all work so too the stock market. There are a lot of great companies in America that are profitable and doing very well, but they're not Apple. There can only be one it company at a time, and for the last decade, that's been Apple. And as Apple succumbs to the fate of every high-flying stock, which is to cease to be a high-flying stock, the implications for the broader market are painful. Without its star quarterback, the U.S. market has no backbone, no leadership. If Apple follows the historical model, and they will, it's just a question of when, then the stock will fall hard from its peak by roughly 60 to 80% over the course of 12 to 30 months. And frankly, it's very arguable that such a descent has already started, with the share value dropping by about 14% in the last three months alone. While it's true Apple did recover from another sharp decline during the first few months of 2013, one would be foolish to ignore the past history of other stocks matching Apple's pattern. What to do? If you're an investor in Apple, consider taking some of your profits, and fast. Who knows? This may not be the end of the upwards Apple run, but you'll never go broke taking a profit. Remember, above all, respect your own capital. And if you're not an investor in Apple, but you are invested in stocks, frankly, there's some cause for alarm for you too. Remember, Apple's not just a successful stock, it's the star quarterback. The New England Patriots will likely flounder without their established leader. The stock market will do the same. Through all of this, my friends, I strongly recommend this to all of you. Free yourself from the Wall Street hypnosis. The harsh reality is this. While there's certainly profit opportunity in stocks, that opportunity exists in spite of the structure of our financial markets in which a company is taken public primarily as a way for venture capital funds and investment banks to take their profits out of startups into which they've invested and to transfer the risk of ownership of those companies onto an unsuspecting public. That unsuspecting public is you, my friends. But let's adopt a healthy suspicion about the stock market, shall we? Some more harsh truth. Over the last 80 years, which is the typical lifespan of a person in the United States, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has increased by 2.62% per year. That's all. That includes decades' worth of high-flying stocks like Apple, along with other very large, well-respected companies, and yet 2.62% is the actual rate of stock growth in the last 80 years. Remember, folks, there's a principle called reversion to the mean. Everything goes back to where its average is. Sometimes things get out of whack for a bit, like what happens with all high-flying stocks, and that ultimately requires severe adjustments in the other direction. But ultimately, everything goes back to its average. And for the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the oldest general market index, that average is 2.62% a year. Ouch. So my advice? Pick investments with a better average. Folks, it's easy to average 8% or more and to do so in a way that's safe and predictable, so safe, in fact, that you can plan on it. If you'd like a bit of impartial guidance to help your portfolio safely produce 8% or even better, just text the word GUIDANCE to 33444 and I'll be happy to talk with you.
1: My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis.